It's time for Coffee at the Cottage. I'm Scott. So happy to have you along with us. And as always, we've got Emily across the way with us for another fun podcast here today. Emily, how's it going? It's going really well, Scott. Um, Busy, but I like to keep busy, so I guess that's all good. <laughs> yeah, we're recording the uh, the podcast here at the Cottage. Lovely day we've got here, and a great guest talking about something that uh, I know you've talked schools in the past, something a little different today, which I think will be very educational and informative to people. So I'll turn it over to you and let you guys uh, have your conversation. Thank you, Scott. Today I have Jenny Samino. And she is the, I don't know if you call it administrator, or I don't know what your title is for Summit Academy. And it's a new Christian school starting up in September, August, August. Um, Why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself, your background, Jenny? Um, I graduated from Menominee High School here. Um, and I've been in the education field for 22 years, I think now, or 20, 20, I can't remember. The years just start to blend together. Um, and a teacher for 19 years. My husband is also a teacher. He teaches in um, Baldwin-Woodville and he's an eighth grade world history teacher. I have five uh, very busy children. Um, my oldest is a junior in high school. Um, And then I have a sixth grader, a fifth grader, a second grader, and a kindergartner. Wow. You are a busy lady. Yes. (laughs) Tell me about how you became interested in Summit Academy. So uh, about two years ago, um, I was sitting in church and there was a sermon that our pastor was giving us. Um, and I just had this this nudge that said, Jenny, you need to start a school. And I never, ever thought about starting a school, ever. Um, so I'm like, um, this is kind of crazy. And after church, I, I told my husband, I, I think God's telling me to start a school. And he's like, uh-huh, sure. Um, and then I called a friend, and um, she heard the same sermon. And she's like, yes, I agree. So we didn't know exactly what the school was going to look like or where it was going to go. We just knew that we wanted to have um, a different type of education that's not currently offered within our community. So now, so you had an idea, you had a dream. Yes. What did you do next? So the next thing we did, we um, called up our pastor and Pastor Kyle, and then we also had um, Jim Walker. I called him up and I was like, hey, I have this idea. Um, Would you mind meeting us for for coffee? And so we just had coffee and um, then things just started to roll from there. Good, good. So um, um, so you visited schools? Yes. I wanted to see what was out there, how education could look different. Um, so we started to visit uh, some schools that locally that were in Eau Claire. We went to a couple of schools that were in the cities. Um, and then down the road, we were blessed with this amazing opportunity with the Drexel Fund. 
And the Drexel Fund picks four um, school founders every year across the nation. And then they um, provide us with a startup grant in year zero, they call it. And then they also provide a bunch of training. Um, so it's on like HR and budget and hiring, like it's just amazing training. And they fly us around the United States to go visit other schools. Um, so I have been super lucky to be able to visit schools in Chicago, Indianapolis, um, all over Florida, um, just different places. And it's been really fun. It's been pretty educational. Huh? Yes, yes. <laughs> So you that's where you got your f financial startup money? Kind of, yes. So they um, are they provided us a grant to be able to help us with various things. Um, it has just been a huge blessing. And then they also invited us to apply for a three-year grant. Oh, wow. um, and that'll be very helpful for the school as well. Um, so this is tuition based or or tell me about the tuition how how you came up with the tuition amount and um how much is tuition for a year does it is it based on different grades or how how did you come up with that so we are working with like i said the drexel fund we are also working with the spreading hope network um, and these two organizations really helped us narrow down um, our financial plan and our tuition model. So we're modeling our tuition model after um, many school districts, or mm -hmm. sorry, schools that have a sliding scale um, because we wanna make sure that everybody can uh, afford to come. Um, and so these schools that we are modeling after, they have about 75% of their population that would need some sort of scholarship or that would flow, uh, fall into the low income. So our tuition model, um, first of all, we are Wisconsin Choice School. So families that um, qualify based off of household income and the size of their family, they would be able to attend Summit for free. And then our sliding scale is also based off of household size and then family income. So full tuition is 8,400, but it ranges down to 2,500. Okay, so um, is the Wisconsin choice, is that my terminology for voucher system? Yes. Okay, <laughs> um, so the voucher system um, is kind of a wash with the public schools, it seems to me and my research. So, um, do you, so the 8400 did you say yep okay um that would be covered if you qualify a hundred percent yes okay now something that i think is very very interesting is how do you get your kids to school how do you get your kids that live five miles away from here all the way to summit academy in the north part of Menominee? we um get to use the busing system for, um, and so students will be able to get on the bus from their house and be dropped off at Summit, and they'll be able to be picked up at Summit and dropped off at their home. That is fabulous. Yes. So you work with the bus company. Yep, Menominee Transportation. Yes, yes, thank you. 
Um, what about food? What about lunches? We are going to have um, a bring your own lunch. Um, we are doing this for numerous reasons. And number one, we don't have a full kitchen. Mm -hmm. um, and number two, it allows families to be able to know what they their children are bringing and what they're eating. Um, and there's a lot of really creative things that families can do now to make sure that the students have a hot lunch, even though it's yes. called a cold lunch. Yes, <laughs> you're right. Um, so tell me about the class sizes so we are combining some of our classes where there are multi-age classrooms we will have um, 15 max 17 in our early rooms so preschool kindergarten mm -hmm. and first and second grade um, and then in our upper grades the max will be 20. okay that's really good mm -hmm. yeah um, so you have hired some teachers, but you're still in need of a teacher or two. Yes, we need a middle school teacher still um, and possibly another upper elementary teacher, depending on enrollment. Okay. Um, how is enrollment? It is exciting. <laughs> wow. I can yes. tell by the look of your face that you are thrilled. Yes, I'm very excited. Um, it has been wonderful to meet the families that are interested in coming and hearing their stories and meeting the kids. Um, and after working on this for so long to be able to meet the, the families and the kids that are coming, it's just been very joyful. Now, in order to attend Summit Academy, does the family need to be a member of Cedar Brook Church? Nope. Um, we are separate from Cedar Brook. We have our own organization, our own board. Um, we are a non-denominational school, so we accept all families, um, no matter where they are on their, their faith walk. Um, we just want families and children to feel very comfortable um, when they are and welcomed to the school. So now let's talk a little bit about the salary for the teachers. Um, is it competitive with the other private schools in Menominee as well as the Menominee School District? We, our goal is to um, pay the teachers as close to the public school system as we can. Fabulous, fabulous. Um, so now, your educational model, can you tell me about that? Mm -hmm. So we are modeling our school after various schools that we have visited, and we have taken things that we like from these schools across the United States and put them into our school. So we are combining, or inspired, I should say, from classical Christian education and project-based inquiry-based learning. So combining those two is very unique. Um, they are two completely different models. And so we've been working with different schools and the two organizations to be able to narrow down our model and exactly what it's going to look like. So in the morning, we will be focusing on reading, writing, and math. We call them the skills. And during this time period, it will be um, structured, so teacher taught, 
and um, it'll be within small groups. So students will not be um, taught based off of their age. They will be taught by where they are in their learning journey um, in small groups. So children who are thriving can move at a faster pace and students who are um, struggling, they will be taught where they are at and so they have the confidence to be able to continue to um, go forward. And then in the afternoon, we'll switch gears, and that's going to be more of a hands-on, project-based learning, um, inquiry-based, experiential learning um, where kids are taking what they have learned in the morning and applying it to real-world topics in the afternoon. Give me an example. So the students will be provided uh, a real life question, and then they have to figure out how to solve that. Um, just off the top of my head, looking at, at the, the river here, maybe the question would be about our Green Lake. And that's something that experts in our community are right, trying to solve, right. right? So it's a real life <laughs> problem. So that problem could be given to the kids and then they start to research all about the lakes, about habitat and um, what lives in the lake and why are some lakes green and why are some lakes brown and so throughout the process they are learning and we are assessing them through that and then at the end they have to come up with a solution oh that's cool yeah, yeah. and the solution might not work no and but that's like real life you yeah. try something and it doesn't work and then you learn from it and then you try something different um, and then at the end of the their their solution they create some sort of project presentation and this has to be given not to just the teachers or the classroom but people within the community so the students feel heard and that there is a purpose be uh, behind the work that they're doing fabulous that's fabulous um what about sports so we are in elementary middle school. So all of our sports are community based, just like within the public world. So my kids play hockey, they can still play hockey. Right. The baseball, you still play baseball. We are not a high school, so we don't have to worry about WIA rules. Now, what qualifications are you looking for with a teacher? Um, since we are a Wisconsin Choice School, all of our teachers do have to be certified teachers, mm -hmm. um, and they have to have a current Wisconsin teacher license. Um, does your board do the hiring, or is there a committee, or how does that work? So... Um, the teachers, they go on to our website, there's an application, and they fill out that application that gets sent to myself and to our business director. We review it. Um, if we feel that that person is a good fit for our school, um, we sit down and have coffee with that person. And I love that. Yeah, <laughs> we get to know them on an individual um, basis and they get to know our school because our school is very unique and it's just not for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, and we want to make sure that the teachers know that this is what they're getting into mm -hmm. and are you excited for it? And if we feel that that is a good fit, that person, then we bring it to our board. 
And then they will do the the final, yes, let's hire them. Nice. How many people do you have on your board? We currently have five. Um, possibly another one will be joining this week. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Our goal is to have seven. And yeah. And uneven numbers always better, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I want to go back to to the the age setup in your classrooms where children that are exceeding will be in this group and children that need help maybe in this group. Um, I could see that as a real big challenge to the children in this group trying to get maybe with their friend or whatever, and that would really motivate them. I don't know. What do you think? That could. Um, our groups are flexible groups, and um, they are different groups for each subject. So a student might be excellent at math, sure, but might struggle a little bit with reading. Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure that we're meeting their needs within the subjects that mm -hmm. they are learning. So they will be flexible and fluid and moving um, based off of the teacher's assessment and evaluation. Now, this, this is becoming to a little bit more clear in my mind. I think if I understand it correctly, um, you may have a teacher for math and then, because you're really good at that, but you may have a different group of people you study with for reading and writing. Yes. Yep. I like that a lot. So we have a full uh, a class that will be like their their base camp, um, and then that class will be moving around yeah. based in the morning based on um, where they are at. Yep. And then in the afternoon they go back with their base camp. The other thing that we want to do um, is since it is a small school, we want to make sure that children from all different ages are working together. Um, so if we have our middle schoolers, they can be going and reading and working with some of the younger students, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, just to be able to help them understand different ages and, yeah. and work together that way. Do you ever anticipate looking for volunteers? Yes, <laughs> we are going to need volunteers. Um, we have a very tight budget and are not able to hire all of the the positions that we need. So we're going to need people to help be janitors. We're going to need people to help come and read with the students and help do math things and um, help volunteer when we're doing hands-on activities. We are going to need a lot of volunteers. May I suggest that when you go into your website, and I think there's a something that you could press if you want to be a student. There's something you could press if you want to work there. How about one a volunteer? That's an excellent idea. Because I, I, you know, I attended different things and there's so many people out there looking to volunteer at places. Now, it's a Christian-based school. Mm -hmm. How much religion will be taught in the school? It is woven into every single thing that we do. Okay. Um, so in the morning, we will start our day with Bible class where students will um, learn the Bible 
and they will do devotions um, and they will pray for each other. Um, teachers will also start our day before the school day praying together and for each other. And then throughout the day, it'll be woven into every subject. So when teachers are planning their their lessons and their units, um, they'll be looking at the standards that they want to cover, but also how do you weave faith into this? Mm -hmm. We want them to see that it is in every single thing that we do and see God's big story. Nice, nice. Um, will there be the Pledge of Allegiance at the beginning? Yes. Okay. You've passed. <laughs> <laughs> that is important. Um, now, the size of Cedarbrook Church, are you using the Sunday school classrooms for classrooms or how, how, how are you utilizing the space? Yes, we are renting the children's um, area from Cedarbrook Church. And we are super excited because um, there is an addition that's going to be added. Um, they're breaking ground soon this spring, um, adding classrooms, adding a, a multi-purpose room, which would be a gym and with a stage. And oh, wow. yeah, and they're remodeling a couple of the class, current classrooms. There will be a cafe added. It's going to be beautiful. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. Um, I've been in your church once for a funeral and it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And it was, I liked it. <laughs> it, it's, it feels like home. We are pre-accredited. Um, so we will be working on our accreditation for the next two years. And the two people that came in to do our um, our interview, they walked in and afterwards they're like, this feels like home. Oh, wow. It's, There's not a better compliment. Yeah. They're like, it's so lovely and comfortable in here. And I'm like, that's exactly why I love this place. Yeah, absolutely. So... If you're applying for a teacher's position, mm -hmm. they would. What would their starting date be? We are starting school August twentieth, which Correct. will be earlier than the public school, mm -hmm. and then teachers will start a week and a half before that. Okay. One of the things that we are doing since we are starting this totally from scratch. Once a teacher is hired, they are part of our team. So we have a couple of teachers that are on board right now and they are helping us with the planning process. They'll be helping us with the curriculum, um, developing it, deciding exactly what we want to do. We want them to be part of the creation of Summit. Oh yeah. That Very exciting. Great. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a start date, but they're actually starting right now with helping right. out. And then will you have the same um, vacation days as the public schools and everything? Our calendar is very similar. Very similar. Yep, we yep. just, we start earlier and then we are done before Memorial Day. Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah. So everybody gets a full summer. Yes. Yeah, that's nice. Mm -hmm. So if you start before the public schools, Monomany Transportation is already hired for those few 
days before the pub they run for the public schools? Um, nope. The days that the public school is not running, those will be drive days. So okay. parents will have to drive their, their students to and from school. Okay. So for a couple of weeks or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you want to talk about? I, I'm just super excited to offer this opportunity for families who are just looking for something a little bit different. And um, we are just, we're trying really hard to make sure it's accessible to everybody. That is really important to us. Um, one of the ways that we're doing that is we are providing before and after school care. Um, and so families that would need that, um, it is free. And um, that's that'll really help the, bur oh, the financial yeah. burden with families. Now, school starts at what time? Uh, it'll be 745. Okay. And so parents could drop their children off at what time? If they enroll in our before school care, it'll be seven o'clock would be the earliest. And then what pickup time? So school will end around 245, 250, right, right around in there. And then um, if they are in our after school program, it'll be 530 would be pickup. Oh, wow. That is good. And that's all free as long as you're a student at the school. Yes. Wow. That's very generous. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I like it a lot. I think that that will help a lot of working parents to know that. You know, to know that the busing is available, to know that there is before and after school uh, care that's available, and to know um, that the tuition is based on income and vouchers. How do you find out what what the um, salary, annual salary is in a household to be able to qualify for a voucher? So the family does that. It's on our website. It's on the Wisconsin Choice website. There's okay. just a table. You go in there and sure. you find your family household size, your income, and then you see if you qualify or not. And then Simple. they go, yep. And then they go through the application process. So you just go into Wisconsin site or Wisconsin Choice. I'm sorry. Yes. And that'll tell you everything about the what I'm calling voucher system. <laughs> yes, there's lots of information there. We also have it on our website that has information sure. um, and how parents can go through the steps to apply. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Jenny, for being here. Um, it's been great to get to know you a little. Thanks for inviting me. It was fun. Thank you. <laughs>